0: Today, Locked On Nuggets, the Denver Nuggets demolished the Dallas Mavericks in their fourth win in their last five games. Yo, we got to tap into that. How were they able to deconstruct the Dallas Mavericks yesterday? Joker had a very interesting game. The stat line doesn't say a lot, but if you watch the game, it was excellent from start to finish. And the bench unit is rolling. Let's talk about what that means for the Denver Nuggets season. We're going to talk about all that and more today here on Locked On Nuggets. You are Locked On Nuggets, your daily Denver Nuggets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to Locked On Nuggets. This is your host, Swipe. I hope you are having a fantastic Day today. This has been a great start to the week so far for your Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets are able to take down the Dallas Mavericks 130 to 104. And the game from start to finish was an opportunity for the Denver Nuggets to kind of put things in cruise control. And this was a really excellent game all the way around for everybody on the team. So shout out to the Nuggets for getting this key victory. What's up, Tommy? Shout out to you. John, well, shout out to you. Welcome, everybody that's in the chat. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the next episode of Locked On Nuggets. And again, this is your team every day. Make sure you are liking, sharing, and subscribing. We're building this community up. We are on the way up, up, and up. And absolutely, we got to tap into P-Watt, man. Uh, by the way, y'all, I don't know if y'all know this, but if you go on Twitter, you can find it on my Twitter at Cam right now. Did you know Nikola Jokic and Peyton Watson have a commercial together? Not just one, but two commercials together from hotels.com. And I'm not going to hold you. I was shocked to see that Jokic did a commercial for an American company. But look, it's a really great thing. You love to see the brand value for the Denver Nuggets continue to go up for Jokic and also for Peyton Watson. If you listen to me at all, y'all know how high I am on Peyton Watson. And yes, 1000%. Freddie, this is the pony. Yes, John, tap in. They have a commercial. Go to Swipe a Cam on Twitter. You can find it. He's a natural at it, Freddy. That's a fact. That's a fact. We got actors. We got actors in Denver, y'all. So the Denver Nuggets win yesterday 130 to 104. And if you look at this game, yo, just all around dominance. The Denver Nuggets shot 56% from the field, 49 of 87. They shot 54% from three, 14 of 26. They shot 82% from the line on 18 of 22. And especially for a team that's been struggling from the free throw line as much as it has, for them to have a little bit of a resurgence has just been so, so good for them. And if you look at the assist numbers yesterday uh, on the on the on the paper that you get in press row, uh, the Denver Nuggets they were dominating the assist game yesterday. It says that they had a 30 assist and they had just nine turnovers. But uh, they ended up adjusting in on Bleacher Report, and so the Denver Nuggets actually had 29 assists. Uh, to eight turnovers, but a three-to-one assist to turnover ratio is amazing. They held the Dallas Mavericks only 19 assists yesterday and had 11 turnovers on them as well. Now, to be fair, the Mavericks were out Derek Lively. They didn't have Kyrie Irving. They didn't have Josh Green. So they were missing some really key players in their lineup, and Maxi Cleveland was also out. But when you watch the game yesterday, uh, the Nuggets really were able to put their foot on the gas uh, at different points in time in this game. And it really helped them to build a really solid lead. And yesterday in the first quarter, the Denver Nuggets were leading uh, 28 to 20. Uh, Jokic had six points, four rebounds, and two assists in the first quarter, and then the scoring two points the rest of the game. We're going to tap into that in the segment two, because I think there's a lot to kind of tap into as to why and how his numbers look that way, but how he was just so effective. Uh, Aaron Gordon, y'all, started the game off eight points three rebounds and four assists. And he really is just having quite the resurgence uh, right now. And even though he's been a little nicked up, uh, we saw him in the post-game press conference yesterday. And again, just because you're playing an NBA season, 82 games, you're going to get little bruises here and there. And so he was in a little bit of pain, but it was just manageable pain. And so for him to be dealing with some pain, but still be able to turn out that performance, y'all. Yesterday, Aaron Gordon, 21 points, five rebounds five assists, seven of nine from the field, two of three from three, five of six from the free throw line, had a steal. He was a plus 18 yesterday, a plus 18 yesterday. And Aaron Gordon, y'all, um, if you put the numbers together, I've been tracking the last five games for Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, the last five games is 17 to 21 from the free throw line. That's 80.9%. He's shooting 61% from the field, 50 percent from three so Aaron Gordon who started the year off actually playing really well and then kind of went on a lull for really about 20 games as a shooter and then in the last five games he's really been able to pick it up and you could tell his his rhythm is there the flow to his shot is there and his ability to attack and then confidently go to the free throw line that changes everything for the Denver Nuggets and so if Aaron Gordon is giving you 14 points a game on 60 percent shooting and not shooting 50% from three because you don't need him to do that, but if he's shooting 35% from three, which is below league average by, I think, one point, but then if he's doing that and then on top of that giving you stout defense uh, as a switch defender, as a help side defender, as a rotation defender, as an all-ball defender, all that stuff, that's just going to make his value make the Denver Nuggets that much better. And it's so interesting that the Nuggets are now four and five in their last five games, and Aaron Gordon has been really good. The last five games because that's just kind of how they're built um ag is integral to their success rate as a roster and so really shout out to aaron gordon man he's just been playing really well i'm really happy to see him continuing to get healthier and then also too just getting his confidence in the shot back and you can always tell with ag when ag has a hitch in the shot where it's kind of like an up and then out that's when you can tell like he's not feeling 100 or his mentality with his shot is not there but when he just has a nice little nice little flow he feels confident, then you really feel good that the shots going in. So great game from him. Uh, Jamal Murray tonight, uh, last night had twenty two points, four rebounds, and two assists. Uh, twenty two points, four rebounds, and two assists for Jamal Murray. Uh, Jamal had four points on two of two shooting in the first quarter. The Nuggets also had a one twelve offensive rating and an eighty three point three defensive rating yesterday in the first quarter. They were just locking up uh, the Dallas Mavericks to start off the game, even though the Mavericks Luka was went crazy. Luka had an exceptional game yesterday. Luca yesterday had 38 points, 11 rebounds, eight assists, with 13 to 24 from the field, six of 12 from three, and six to 10 from the free throw line. But he was a minus 29 in this minutes versus the starters and also versus the bench. Luca uh, started off uh, the second quarter versus the bench, and then he started off the fourth quarter versus the bench. And the bench was able to go on a really great run uh, when he was in the game to get those. His effectiveness kind of dwindled as the game went on. Um, but Jamal Murray, 22, four and two, eight to 14, four of four from three. And he was also 2-2 from the free throw line with a block, with a steal, just two turnovers. He also was a plus 18 over the course of that game. And Jamal Murray, man, you can also see that he is also getting more and more confident uh, over the course of this year. Um, That's a really good question, Freddie. Have you allowed a 40-point score at all this season? Uh, Not yet, I don't think. I think... Luca might have been the closest. I'm trying to think. Uh, Shea had 23, I believe. They might not have so far. But again, I think that speaks to the defense and the kind of coverages you're seeing would also speak to how freaking good uh, Luka Doncic is. But for Jamal Murray, his last five games is basically since he came back from the ankle injury. You know, he's averaging, his playmaking has gone down, but he's averaging 20 points, 4.2 rebounds, and three assists, one steal, one block, from the field, 52% from three, and 100% from the line. That's really good. And he's been a plus in every one of those games except uh, for the OKC game. Except for the OKC game uh, when he was a minus three. But, man, I mean, Jamal, again, the efficiency is coming back up, which is really important for him. And making sure that he's getting to a spot, shooting confidently at those spots, and taking care of business. Um, and then also Michael Porter Jr. had eight points, four rebounds, and one assist yesterday. He was three of eight from the field, but he was two of three from three. Also, it was a plus 13 yesterday. Michael Porter Jr., um, his three-point shot was falling. But again, the Nuggets starters, they were so dominant that they didn't have to be uh, necessarily as locked in uh, offensively uh, when it came to their scoring just because they didn't have to do that. Uh, by the way, yesterday in the, in the, four qu- in the second quarter, uh, the Denver Nuggets and the Dallas Mavericks went on a run. The Nuggets scored 40 points in the second quarter. The Mavs scored 39 points in the second quarter. And going into the halftime, the Denver Nuggets had a 141.7 offensive rating, and the Mavericks had a 125.5. The Nuggets were 13 of 14 at the rim in the first half as well. And both teams, the Nuggets shot 67% in the second quarter, and then the Mavs shot 65%. So both teams were just going crazy. Zeke Najee had a really nice start to the second quarter. Uh, He had a steal, then had a dunk. He also had two more basket made, had six points early in the quarter. Uh, Christian Brown was getting to the rim. Peyton Watson was slashing and cutting to the rim. We're going to talk about the bench uh, here in a minute. Jamal Murray hitting threes. Aaron Gordon getting to the free throw line and executing. MPJ was making three-pointers. Again, everybody was kind of tapping in on both teams and then really were able to put the clamps on in the second half. But we're going to talk about Jokic up next, and then we're going to talk about the bench in the third segment because I think this is important to get some real – Words around Joker and why he was so good and why his numbers uh, look a little bit down uh, relative uh, to what he's done. So, y'all, we're going to tap back into that in segment two. So our partners at ebay motors have teamed up with locked on fantasy basketball host josh lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long whether you're prepping for daily draft or scouting the waiver wire every week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit your roster so let's see who josh has picked out for us on on this week's ebay's guaranteed fit fantasy picks of the week now Paz, Brandon uh, Podzomiski from the Warriors. He's looked super comfortable as a starter for the Warriors, widely available in fantasy leagues. He's contributing across the board. That's absolutely a player you might want to consider picking up. Grayson Allen, with Bradley Bill out again, Allen should see a lot more minutes and a nice increase in usage for the next few weeks. Might be another player to grab if you're playing fantasy basketball as well. Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team. It's about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. Now, I have had a couple of cars that I've really loved in life, and I wanted to make sure that those things were up to date, that everything was fixed, that every time I needed to get them serviced, I got them done. And so the great thing about eBay is that with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Great kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motor has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fits, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Welcome back to segment two of Locked On Nuggets. This is your host, Swiper. So glad uh, that you were here with us today. This has been a great, great episode so far, great game for the Denver Nuggets, but we got to tap in. Nikola Jokic, Nikola Jokic. So Joker yesterday, Joker had exactly eight points, nine rebounds, 7 assists, 3 of 8 from the field, 0 1 from 3, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 2 steals. He had a plus 16, though. So the conversation was then had during the game for some people, after the game for a lot of people. Why is Joker being called the best player in the world if he can put up a triple single? Even Michael Malone mentioned it yesterday. He had a triple single yesterday, the famous Charles Barkley line. Well, this is the thing. Is that if you've seen the Dallas Mavericks really since the 2021 season play versus the different Nuggets, they absolutely double joker every single possession in the post. And so people have been asking me on Twitter, especially, well, if Embiid gets doubled in the post and he has a low turnover or low usage, or he has a lot of turnovers, or he doesn't get the points or the assist or whatever in the playoff game, why is it a different narrative Giannis the when they get doubled? And again, I think those are fair questions from a basketball standpoint. But if you understand the way that Joker plays, and you've been following me at all for years, since I started the swipe of platform, I've told people that Jokic is like water. Murray is like fire. Murray is the explosiveness. He's the energy. He's what kind of brings the crowd alive with the three-pointer, the step-back, or even the dunks. Jokic is water, meaning that he is malleable. The way that he plays is dependent on how the defense is setting itself. So if you're going to be aggressive in hedging or doubling or trapping, well, then he's going to be pass heavy. If you're going to be less aggressive and you're going to be single isolated, single coverage, well, then he's going to beat you that way. And he's also going to get the DHOs and everything in working as well. And so yesterday when Joker was playing, because the Mavericks were literally slanting their defense towards Joker on every single possession, he just basically said, fine, do what you got to do. I'm going to let the rest of the team do its job. And they did. Now, The thing about this strategy is that it doesn't always work for the Nuggets because the Mavericks last year beat the Denver Nuggets in a very close game because nobody was hitting their shot. I think Joker had like 17-7-7 in the game they lost. This is a part of that three-game losing streak they had last year. But this season, in the three quarters that Joker played, he had eight points, nine rebounds, and seven assists in 25 minutes. He was three of eight from the field. But the Denver Nuggets had a 138 offensive rating, meaning – that for every 100 possessions that the Nuggets would play yesterday, they had a 1.38 points per possession average. Meaning, they would have scored 138 points if this game would have gone to 100 possessions. Meaning, they were just getting whatever they wanted. They were attacking at the rim. They shot 50, over 50% from the three yesterday. They were getting every single shot that they possibly could wanted. They ended the third quarter up 98 to 80. Luka Doncic, who was having an incredible game, was a minus 20 in the first three quarters. So I think a lot of this comes down to, people just have to to, to realize, last year Joker had a game versus the Chicago Bulls. He had eight points, like 14 rebounds, like 15 assists. He had a game uh, versus the Portland Trailblazers a couple years ago where he had like seven to eight points, had 15 rebounds, had like 10 assists. Joker will have these games where if you're going to be that aggressive in trying to stop him, well then he's just going to let everything else happen. And again, the Nuggets had 30 to 29 assists yesterday. They had eight turnovers. So everybody was distributing and passing the ball, which is a part of the way the different Nuggets are built. And so some people are using this as an opportunity to critique the narrative around Joker or the mysticism around Joker. But I think if you watch this game, if you're a plus 16 in the minutes you have, and you're also not needing to shoot the ball eight attempts yesterday, then really... Why would I need to do anything different? Now, if Joker wanted to again juice his stats versus a poorly constructed defense that was missing players, then of course, a 30, 15 and 10 game, 30, 15, and 15 game, like he's done in a playoff, then sure, he could have did that. But that's not what was required of him yesterday. He's had multiple games this year in a stretchy year uh, this year where he's shooting the ball 20 times a game. He was making sure that every time he had an opportunity to get a shot up, he was. But I think some of this has to do with that. Ever since that Houston game in particular, Joker has just been a little bit more aware of the kind of shots that he's taking. And in the last five games, Joker's averaging 17, nine, and nine. Now, again, to be fair, he was thrown out of the Chicago game in the first half. And then in this game, he also had eight points, nine rebounds, and seven assists. But prior to this, 24, six with 12 assists, 26, 14 rebounds, 10 assists. And then in the... Atlanta Hawks game 25 points, eight rebounds, and nine assists. In the last five games, he's shooting 86% from the line. You'd love to see it. 33% from three, and 57% from the field. So a lot of this is just built around this idea. The Nuggets are a championship team because they have a championship team. Jamal Murray is that good to be able to carry the scoring load if Joker doesn't need to. Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, they're also that good to carry the scoring load if. The Nuggets don't need Joker to score that day. And so a lot of this is how do the Nuggets optimize Joker the best? Again, we've seen in the playoffs. I think it was game two versus the Miami Heat in the NBA finals. 41 points, 11 rebounds, four assists. They lost that game. But he shot uber efficient. He got wherever he wanted. He scored at will. I think in the four losses last year in the playoffs, I want to say Joker averaged 40 points a game. 13 rebounds, and I think it was 11 assists per game last year in the losses that they had. So I think what people kind of have to get with when it comes to Joker is that if he's going to be on the court, then they just need to make sure that they're maximizing every single possession as best as possible. Michael Porter Jr. got wide open looks yesterday. Jamal Murray, wide open looks yesterday. Reggie Jackson, who we're going to talk about in the third second, wide open looks yesterday. Aaron Gordon, 21 5 and 5 in just, again, 25 minutes. And then Michael Porter, he didn't even need to shoot a lot because Michael Porter only shot eight shots yesterday. So listen to the shot distribution for the starters. Jokic had eight, eight, eight shots. KCP had six shots attempted. Murray had 14 shots attempted. Gordon had nine shots attempted. And then Michael Porter Jr. had eight shots attempted. That's just the way that the ball was moving yesterday. And then on the bench, Five shots attempted, 10 shots attempted, eight shots attempted, four shots attempted, 12 shots attempted. So Jamal Murray and Reggie Jackson, the two lead guards for the Denver Nuggets, both led the teams in shots, but that's not by accident. That's because of the way that the game was flowing. And if you're going to trap Joker that hard, then we're going to be able to eat. Jamal Murray, again, 22. We're going to talk about Reggie Jackson in the third segment, but Reggie had 18 yesterday. He was nine of 12. Jamal Murray was eight of 14. Y'all, that's 17 to 26 between your two point guards. And a lot of this is playing off of Joker as well. But we're going to tap into the bench. Because the bench, y'all, is looking really good. It's looking really good. We're going to talk about that in the third segment, because that needs to be a segment all by itself. We'll be right back here. Locked on Nuggets. So, y'all, game time. now. <coughs> A lot of y'all know, excuse me, I love going to concerts. I love going to events. I love going to venues. Again, Kendrick Lamar, Cole, if you want to take me to a Bill Burr Burr concert, little, little, you know, whatever, Beyonce. I mean, we've seen it all. We done done it all. My first concert ever was a Beyonce concert when I was 14. I didn't know what I was doing. My mom took me. It was great. It was at the old Pepsi Center. It was lovely. But, y'all, you shouldn't have to worry about buying tickets to your next big event. Game time. It's the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater events that you like. For killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, and views from your seat, their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Now, here's the great thing: you can take all the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. You can see your seat, see the price, and the date, so you get all three in one. So, take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account. And use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNBA, NBA for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. We are back here. For segment three here at Locked On Nuggets, this is your final segment with your host, Swiper, your team. Every day, Day. every single day, we got great content coming out for y'all. Myself, Adam Ied, and Matt Moore. Now, y'all, let's talk about the Denver Nuggets bench. Let me read these totals to you real quick. <laughs> uh, remember they said the bench was going to be baddest last year. <laughs> so, Versus the Dallas Mavericks, do you know how many points the bench scored? Sixty. Huh. Versus the Oklahoma City Thunder, do you know how many points the bench scored? Thirty-six. Huh. Versus the Brooklyn Nets, do you know how many points the bench scored? Fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Huh. Versus the Chicago Bulls, do you know how many points the bench scored? Fifty. 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 And then versus the Atlanta Hawks. Four to six points. Four to six, 50, 58, 36, 60. Those are not your lotto numbers, but you might want to play them anyway. But if the Denver Nuggets are going to have a bench contributing like that, then we're going to have to have some nice conversations about this team. Now, here's the thing. Surely they're going to have a lull again at some point, but they had a lull to start. They had a lull for about 15 games. They started the year off pretty well, lull, and then they came back. That's how the NBA works. But the great news is is that Peyton Watson yesterday, 10 points, 7 rebounds and 3 assists, 3 of 5 from the field, a plus eight. Julian Strother, 12 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists, 5 of 10 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3, a plus 9. Zeke Nodge yesterday, best game of the year, 14 points, 4 rebounds and 2 assists, 5 of 8 from the field, plus 10. Christian Brown, 6 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist. He had 2 of 4 from the field. He was a plus 19 in his minute. Reggie Jackson, big government, Colorado kid himself. 18 points, 4 assists, 9 of 12 from the field, 1 of 3 from 3, plus 14. And how good, you might ask, how good has Reggie Jackson been this year? Well, let me send you a little quote from Aaron Gordon yesterday. What did Aaron Gordon have to say about Reggie Jackson? During the press conference yesterday, Aaron Gordon was gracing us with his presence amid the fact that he was dealing with a little bit of a Nixon bruises, Aaron Gordon said that Reggie Jackson is arguably the sixth man of the year. He said Reggie Jackson is arguably the sixth man of the year. Now, if you look at Reggie Jackson's numbers this year, they've been real solid for a backup point guard, 13.6 points per game, 2.2 rebounds a game, a 58.7 true shooting. But y'all, the reading of true shooting has been out because he's only shooting 72% of the line. He's shooting 41% from three and 49.5% from the field as a point guard. Reggie Jackson is shooting at an efficiency basically better than the 2021 season that he had with the Clippers when he went to the playoffs, when he had that 28 and 12 game versus the Nuggets and then had a good playoff run. But he's also shooting this as the backup point guard for the Nuggets. Reggie Jackson has been one of the best stories of the year for the Nuggets. Reggie Jackson has been one of the most consistent players for the Denver Nuggets. And really, they wouldn't be here without his contribution to the level that they've been. So really, truly, shout out Reggie Jackson, Colorado kid himself, has been incredible. Again, 60-36, 58-50, 46, last five games for the Nuggets defense and offense on the bench. Now, Peyton Watson, not only is he doing hotel commercial with Nikola Jokic, which if y'all know how I feel about Peyton Watson, then y'all know that's big news to me. But Peyton Watson, man, his ability to be one of the best wing defenders, young wing defenders in the league already, he can drive and attack at the basket. He's learning how to utilize his body more to get to the rim and finish or get to the free throw line. He's making three-pointers again. Now, granted, he didn't go. He, Adam Adams brought this up to me yesterday. He went 20 games without making the three. So it's not as if he's going to be like a good shooter this year. But he's hit two in back-to-back games. So if he's just going to let him fly and he's going to trust his motion, which is everything for a shooter, is trusting your mechanics. And then when you get the ball and you get into your shot, just trust your mechanics. Trust your leg drive. Trust your follow-through. Trust your wrist. Trust your process. And if he's able to do that, again, 10-7-3, And he had three stocks yesterday. He had two steals in a block. And his defense, again, he guarded Luka Doncic, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, DeMar DeRozan, Trey Young, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant. He's been tasked with maybe the most defensive responsibility of any player on the roster other than maybe Aaron Gordon and maybe KCP as well because we're trying to get KCP the first-team all-defense. He's been that good this year. But Peyton's been great. Julian Strother's development has been also been a storyline. Again, 5 of 10 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3. The dude can get off the dribble and attack and get to the rim for these little layups or the floaters. But even his ability to come off of screens, and Michael Malone mentioned yesterday in the press conference that he runs more DHOs for Julian Strother than basically anybody else on the team because he feels like he can always get a good shot for the team out of that action. And so if you're going to get dribble handoffs with Julian Strother And then one of the things that I love is that they've been staggering Michael Porter Jr. with the bench unit as well. So you get the spacing, you get the floor shooting. But Christian Brown, again, second year Christian Brown, second year Peyton Watson, and first year Julian Strother. And a plus 19 for Christian, a plus 9 for Julian, and a plus 8 for Peyton Watson. The youth movement is working. And a lot of it is working because of Reggie Jackson. It's because the veteran and DeAndre Jordan, they're speaking life into these young players. They're buying into their skill sets and they're trying to find ways to maximize their talents as a unit. So let's just say this. Let's say that the Nuggets bench continues to play well. Now they're not going to average 60, 36, 58, and then 50, and then 46. So they're not going to average 50 plus points a game. Let's just say they won't do that. But if the bench unit can give you a consistent 30, 36 points a game which sometimes is a big ask but if they can give you that more often than not then the starters because Jamal Murray and he talked about this as well the starter numbers haven't been as great this year um in terms of like some of the lineup data around the team but a lot of this is because Jamal Murray has just missed a lot of time they just haven't played a lot of games together and so because of that uh that unit the starting unit has only played a total of 11 games together but they have a plus 11.8 net rating so like they're balling. They have a 62.7% assist percentage. This is all NBA.com, by the way. Um, they have a true shooting percentage of 59.8, which is also really good. So they only have 11 games played together, 202 minutes. So a lot of this is just them continuing to find out how to play together and how to stay healthy. Because, again, they already done it. Uh, they've already done it through the playoffs. They've already done it through a championship. They did it all last season. So I do think that the net rating for that starting unit will continue to go up. As the year goes on, because their defense is going to get better and their offense will ex- certainly, certainly get better as the season goes on uh, for the team job. But again, uh, this Denver Nuggets bench unit is really figuring some things out. So Michael Malone deserves a lot of credit for how he's been able to coach these young dudes with having a little bit, a couple veterans on the roster uh, to help them through that stuff as well. So really just shout out to them. But that's all that's going to do it for Locked on Nuggets for the Tuesday episode. We'll be back. Tomorrow, uh, you'll have Royals fighting for Matt Moore and Adam Matez to talk about the upcoming game they have versus the Raptors as well as some notes uh, from this last game. Any other thoughts that they might have around the different Nuggets as well. So, y'all, make sure y'all like, share, and subscribe. Again, this is Lockdown Nuggets, your team every day with your host, Swiper. I'll see y'all on Thursday.